Hello everyone, before we get to the main episode, we are going to do our thank yous to all of our lovely, amazing patrons who help support us. Uh, to start, we're going to start with thanking our Neon Haze Clubbers. Thank you, Albert Halbert. Thank you, Gorham Palmer. Next, we'll thank our Shadows Regulars. Thank you for your support, Jamie and Sabino. Thank you for your support, Janice Libby. Thank you so for your support, Elizabeth Palmer. Uh, and finally, and last, but very much not least, thank you, Otto Hauser, for your support. And just a thank you to all of our patrons. As we've said before, your support of us helps us keep this podcast going. It's really because of you guys and your support to us that we get to do this and make these podcasts, and that means so much to all of us. It really does. Thank you. On to our regularly scheduled programming. Hey there, listeners. This is just a short trigger warning for PTSD and flashbacks, as in a character in this session has a PTSD flashback. Now, if that is triggering for you, feel free to skip past the end of the third room right after the two big doors slam open and skip forward to the next room. You can also find the exact timestamp in the description of this episode. Alright, on to the intro. Welcome to D3 the podcast, where the rules are suggestions and the suggestions are rules. As always, I am your faithful GM, Jacob. And as always with me, I have... Hi, I'm Ruby, and I play Lav. Hello! I'm Caleb, and I play Theo! And I'm a tiny mouse with a top hat! I have come to offer you passage to a mystical land! (laughs) Do you have any cheese? God. We. Um, I prefer oh. chicken, but I will take cheese. You see, this guy gets it. <laughs> this guy, this imaginary mouse character we made up? Yeah. If he's not in the second season, I'm going to be pissed. Fuck it. You know what? I'm going to put him in my guest episode. <laughs> he's going to be uh, one of the changelings with us or a hobgoblin? Yeah, either or. So, to refresh the audience, uh, we left off last episode... With a large gathering of a team from Theo and Lav, all heading into what they believe is the underground final lair of Robin the Trickster. Uh, they are heading in, I the believe- The way you with... said what we believe scares me. Uh, you guys are heading in with four Sin Eaters, one werewolf, one changeling, and two hunters, I believe. Yeah, and one of those werewolves is Julian, so we basically oh, don't and to then do anything. The rest of the charmers. Yeah. We've got, like, a little army. You guys, As I said, you guys are very crowded on this, like, semi-narrow stairs yeah. heading down from the sidewalk to the door of this place. Like, we've got a little army, and if we're being honest, the Charmers are the cannon fodder. Lav is definitely taking the lead. Okay, so Lav's taking the lead? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Leo is staying behind to unlock the door for you guys to leave the place. 
and you have two cops standing at the top of the stairs just making sure no one bothers you when you're going down. And of course, Charlie is keeping watch for Leo. Good Charlie. Good girl. Lav gives Charlie a little pet before she goes in. Oh, it's 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 not even a little pet. She goes down on her knees and she says, I believe in you, honey, and puts her forehead on Charlie's forehead. Charlie licks her face right right over the lips. Lav is perfectly fine with that. She laughs. Uh, I'll say that does lighten the uh, kind of tense mood a little bit. So, you guys rush into this first room, and as soon as you enter it, you feel a chill come over you. You see this room is lit by torches, and you see the fire of these torches flickering off the stone walls. The only thing you see in this room as the door to the outside world closes behind you is a large burning furnace, and across the room you see a large doorway, almost embedded in a the stone archway, and this feeling of cold and kind of just uneasiness comes over each of you, and as you can tell, most of the people in your party. And behind you, you hear Redfang go, that son of a bitch. And you hear Thanatos, one of the members from the Olympians, go, for once, I agree with you people. What's going on? Yeah, what's, what's up? Red Fang looks at you guys and goes, This is a haunt. And Thanatos looks at Red Fang and goes, You two didn't plant this. There's no way you two could have known or else you wouldn't have invited us. But still, this is, I want to make it perfectly clear, this is our haunt. And you see Red Fang just kind of roll her eyes and goes, Yeah, yeah, I get it. Your territory, your haunt. We get it. This is why you came. Yada, yada. Any idea how to get through a haunt? Blacktooth goes, Well, um... It's just a place where the kind of barrier between the underworld and our world is weaker. So, I mean, unless you're a Sin Eater, you should be fine just walking through to the door. What's your problem? Uh, who do you say that to? Like, like, what's the problem with you guys walking through here? Oh, no, there isn't a problem. It's just a Sin Eater can use it to easily get to the underworld. All right, sounds good. Uh, Lavel, check for traps. Okay. Uh, roll me wits plus investigation. Should I roll as well? Uh, is is Fio checking for traps? That seems like the thing to do, right? Can I use a willpower? Yeah. Okay. Three successes. Three successes? Yeah. Okay. Not really necessary for me to look around since that's the maximum number of successes I could get, but I'll look around anyway. Let's see if I botch and run into a trap. I do not. I got one success. Okay. Fio, you don't notice anything different hey. about the room. Um, Lav, you don't notice any physical, like, tripwires or traps or anything like that. Uh, as your eyes kind of focus to this flickering light, you do see that the doorway that's kind of set into an archway across the room does seem to have symbols carved in around the archway. Yeah, I could have seen that coming. What? Magic? (laughs) Who would have guessed? Yeah, no, he's just... It it's it seems a little a a little it would seem a little too lucky that he only magically trapped the first door. Uh, can Lav throw one of what what what's the door made out of? Uh, it looks to be made out of heavy wood. Can Lav throw one of her throwing knives into one of the symbols to try to break it? Oof. Uh, it is carved into stone. Shit. The stone archway that's the door set in. Also, how do you know it's not like an explosive symbol? Oh no 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 no! I know what I know what I know what. Uh uh, sorry sorry sorry. Give me a second. I can't remember his name. Danny. Hmm? Yeah. I need your crowbar. But 
I love this crowbar. Okay, fine. <laughs> Take it. He hands it over. I want it back though. I won't be weaponless. She hands him. She hands. She hands him her. Um. She hands him her cold iron knife and is like, "If shit goes down, you can use this while I have this." Oh, this is way better. You're not <laughs> keeping it. Oh. Uh, okay, what do you do with the crowbar? She's gonna <sighs> smack the stone symbols as hard as she fucking can. Um, alright, roll me strength plus weaponry. Unbelievably dangerous. Like, Fia's gonna be like, whoa, whoa, Lav! But he's probably not gonna stop her in time. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to say since Ruby just rolled that. Four yeah. successes. Okay, hit solid stone. Does it crack the symbols? It does not. It doesn't even chip them? No, this is... I, I, these are giant pieces of stone. Yeah, but it doesn't even chip the symbol. Um, I'll say you chip it very slightly. All right, then Lav's gonna try to open the door. Lav, no, wait! <laughs> uh, before you do... Theo is so concerned. Before you get a chance to reach for the door, you hear this low moan come throughout the place. Oh, It's no. surrounding you, you hear this bone-chilling moan. Of dread and fear. As you look around, you see these ghostly spirits start coming through the walls of this chamber. And suddenly you are overwhelmed with fear and uh, this need to run back out into the sun and get away from this darkness. I need both of you to roll me willpower. And I will roll for the rest of your human companions. Oh, only the human ones? That's two successes. Oh, thank God. I got, I, I rolled so well. Two successes for Lavender? Mm-hmm. Uh, four successes for Fio. Okay, so Fio, this fear comes over you, but you very quickly just grit your teeth and fight it off. Lav, it takes you a second. You you take half a step towards the door leaving, and you, you just remind yourself that this is important. You are here for a reason, and you need to complete that reason. And you see... Jose and Kuniko seem to have similar feelings to that, where they take a half a step and then recollect themselves. Oh, yeah? And uh, who runs, Jacob? Uh, You see Danny and Diana (laughs) both suddenly let out screams and start running to the closest door, which I'm going to roll quick die. Is Julian in front of it? Okay, yes. Actually, they start running towards the exit. And Julian just holds out two hands <laughs> and stops each of them on the shoulder. God, he's our, like, he's our secret weapon. Like, Robin's fucked the minute we got Julian in on this. Even just beyond fighting, just, again, stuff like this. Yeah, no, Julian's just like, yeah, it's a bunch of fucking ghosts. Who, who gives a damn? And so as this happens, you hear Persephone go, spread out, surround them. And you see suddenly Blacktooth, Red Fang, Thanatos, and Persephone all step forward and make a semicircle around the rest of you between you and the ghosts. You look and you see Red Fang has these ectoplasm, this kind of pale liquid around her fingers form into claws. You see Persephone take a step actually towards the furnace and she closes her eyes and her eyes open and they are completely black. You see Black Fang actually pull out a small knife, and you see Thanatos pull out what looks like an ice pick. Oh my god. And you hear Persephone yell, I'm gonna try close the haunt and stop them from summoning whatever. Uh, Thanatos, you, Red Fang, you protect my back. Uh, other one, you just make sure they get through here alive. There's no way I'm going to be able to close this soon enough. 
that they're not going to get hurt unless you guys go through the door. And yeah, what do you guys do? Uh, Lav um, charges. If if we need to get through the door, Lav is going to get through the door. Okay, yeah, let's go through the door. You guys start running towards the door. Lavender, you're already at the door, so you just turn the this heavy handle, and it's unlocked, and you swing it open, and you run through. Yeah. Soon after you comes Jethro and Kunako and Jose and Stanley. You see Julian shove Danny and Diana through and then goes in after you. And Theo, as you're going through, you see there's a spirit with these long claws about to hit Blacktooth in the back. Oh, what do you do? Shit. Um, ooh, what do I do? Shove your boyfriend out of the way. Yeah, I'll shove him away from it. All right, you suddenly run up and reach out your arms and shove him out of the way of this of this ghostly claw. What is your defense against melee attacks not counting armor? Not counting armor. Is this a brawl attack? It is a brawl attack. Then it would be three. Okay. Ignores your armor because you don't have magical armor to stop ghost claws. Yes, of course. Okay. You take one lethal damage as this claw somehow goes through your clothes but you still feel this icy cut into you. I grunt in pain. Uh, you see Blacktooth suddenly spin around, and quicker than you can imagine him moving, he pulls out this small knife and stabs the ghost right under the chin. And you see the knife actually cut into it, and the ghost dissipate. I give him I give him a thumbs up. <laughs> and Black Fang Black just Tooth? Looks... No, Blacktooth and Red Fang, it's uh, them together. They're the team name? Black Fang. Yeah, team it's name. The, it's Sibling their, it's name. Their... They're a uh, St- Steven Universe fusion. Yes! <laughs> Incredible. Now I gotta draw that, you bitch. <laughs> you see Blacktooth look at you and just go, uh, thanks, I got from here. I give him a thumbs up. Um, and you run through, and close behind you, do you see Gloria run through with you? But as she steps to you, she goes, oh, wait, no! And suddenly all of you are through, and you're suddenly somewhere different. You guys look around, and you're somewhere completely different and logically you very much should not be you look around you and you see you are in this dark forest you see moonlight filtering in through the canopy above you you're surrounded by these tall dark wood trees i don't like this you're confused you don't know how this happened or where you are until you look behind you guys and you see a familiar white plastic mask uh-huh. Are you okay, Gloria? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Uh, and that's when you hear Danny Diana scream again. Oh and you see the other charmers start reaching for their weapons. Don't you dare, this is Gloria. It's cool, it's cool, you guys. Alright, uh, they, 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 they calm down as soon as you guys say that. And uh, Danny goes, what? How? No, did, were you cursed? Did that door curse all of us? <laughs> Like, looks down at himself. Yeah, no, he looks at his hands. <laughs> Gloria, um, audience probably remembers, but um, she's a changeling, so when she drops her mask, slashes in the hedge, she looks similar, except for she has, she is covered in white bandages with a couple spots with red kind of seeping, and over that are white surgical gowns. She also has a third arm that's just hanging limply on her side tied off to her so it doesn't move about and she has this plain white plastic mask with only two eye holes sewn to her face 
Uh, and she just waves a little. She gives a little wave to them. Everybody cool? Laugh says, turning to the group. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, that's Diana. Uh, the other one's not. You see the two experienced hunters with you just nod. Laugh puts a hand on Gloria. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Um, the problem is we are in the hedge now. Not surprised by this. Danny, you might want to keep that. Uh, Danny nods. He's happy with that arrangement. Don't drop it. That's like leaving toxic waste here. Okay, where is here? It's like, it's like fairy world. Um, it's called the hedge, and yes, it's where hobgoblins, changelings, and true fae, uh, exist. It's another plane of existence. Uh, you see Danny and Diana kind of look confused at that. Fear just says, it's fairy world. It's the world fairies are from. Tuldenar. Uh, they, oh, Danny goes, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> Lav had to do tons of fairy research for when they did the Midsummer's Night stream. Yeah. Oh course. yeah, she wanted, while they were punk, she wanted to make them as accurate to. We didn't do Midsummer's Night Cal- dreams yet. How do we know it was punk? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I got my Shakespeare's mixed up. You did Romeo and Juliet. And you love Shakespeare. Shame on you. Midsummer's Night is one of my favorite Shakespeare plays. I thought it was your favorite. Eh, it's one of them. Uh, no, when they did uh, Midsummer's Night Dream, I'm sure Lav did a ton of research to try and make the fairies as relatable to the old mythos. Yep. Like old Celtic mythos. She definitely did. So as you guys also look where you came from, there is no door. Oh, Any idea how we lovely. get out? Uh, Lav says, turning to Gloria. Well, um, so that, I believe, was a one-way portal that can only be opened from the other side and probably has a one-time charge like most of those things work. But if Robin came through here, he must have left through somewhere else. All right. So there must be another door out. All right, sounds good. So do you guys just start tracking through the woods? Let's start looking. Yeah. Do you guys just pick a direction and walk? No. We can look for tracks first. Wait, no. Fia's gonna... Fia's gonna... He's going to go up to Julian. This this may be kind of insensitive, and I don't mean to offend you. I cannot track him by smell. Okay. I've never... <laughs> uh, Julian will also say, though, I could, but I've never smelled him before, and oh, I don't okay. even know if he would leave a scent. Okay, cool. Cool. Let's look uh, for, sorry, like, sorry, sorry. Julian just does not respond. <laughs> Let's look for tracks or something. All right, uh, you guys roll me wits plus survival. Please tell me other people get to roll that too, because we don't have survival. Yeah, no. Do I not have survival? No, no, I, I don't. don't have survival. I don't have survival either. You guys are both city folk. Oh, I got a ten. I got a nine and a ten. So on two dice, I got two successes. One die, a six. Two successes for lavender. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see Stanley get down on his knees. Uh, Lav, you notice a couple broken twigs looking kind of one way, uh, and you see Stanley stand up and go, I don't know if tracking a, a lost animal is quite the same, but the closest I got is down this way, and he points the same direction that Lav saw. Yeah, I saw the twigs. Theo, you didn't notice anything. It's all just woods to you. You've been camping once. Yeah, exactly. And that was with Lavender. Yep. Lav, Lav turns to him and says, yeah, I saw the twigs. Uh, uh, Lav starts, uh, says, do you want to lead the way and I'll follow behind? Can do. Big fella in the back, do you mind taking up the reel just in case anything comes up from behind us? And you see Julian just nod. 
I love that Stanley's entire reason for being here is he's just an angry farmer. Oh, yeah, he killed <laughs> his horses, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, all of us have, like, we're here for our friends, or it's, like, a personal, like, big vendetta because he's been causing us, like, endless grief. He's just like, nah, what man went after my livestock. Listen, that's how he makes his living. Uh, he went uh, after his livelihood. Yeah. So, yeah, what marching order are you guys in? Man, I think that's the first time I've ever had to ask that in this campaign. <laughs> Stanley, then Lav, then Fio, then Gang, then Julian? What about Jethro? Gang. Probably Jeth- Charlie Jethro before Gang. I'm, I'm going to say Gloria's up at the front with Stanley. Okay, so Stanley, Gloria, Lav, Fio, Jethro, the four charmers, and then Julian in the back. All right, are you guys walking like a clump, a straight line? Do you have a rope to make sure no one gets lost? Uh, let's do a clump. Okay. So you guys are like two or three, not a orderly line? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you guys are about 25 feet close I'm to each other when the fireball stand. comes. I'm going to no. stab you, Jacob. I live no, in- No, there's no fireball. I mean, let's be honest, though. If he didn't cast fireball, if we were standing in a straight line, he'd cast lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. So much nerdiness. <laughs> We somehow made this podcast nerdier by referencing another RPG system. Yeah. Yeah, we sure did. So you guys are walking through the woods, and it's eerie. It's nothing... You don't feel that innate fear and need to run as you did in the last room. It's just eerie. It's this dark forest. You hear crickets, and you hear the hoot of an owl. Can Theo try to suggest something to to help with the eeriness? Sure. Anyone know any good hiking songs? We are literally on a hunt, Theo. We don't want to draw anything to us. The ants go marching one by one. Hurrah. Hurrah. Okay, I'll stop. Lav, like, gives a death glare at Danny. That was Danny? Lav gives the most deathiest death glare at Danny. I was just doing what he suggested. What if there's some hedge monster that comes because I heard you singing? There are monsters here? We've got Julian. You look behind and Julian's gone. No, oh, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, no. End of the party. Yeah, no, we've got to go home, you guys. We can't do this without him. Um. Okay, so you guys do quiet down. And because you are not singing, I will ma- not make you roll stealth rolls. <laughs> uh, that was a very good point by Lav. It is eerie, though. Everyone's on edge and tense as you guys start making your way through this forest. Uh, Theo. Uh, you suddenly feel something touching your face that you invisibly, and you start flailing your arms around. Yeah. This innate fear takes over. The rest of you see Fio just suddenly start spinning and waving his arms around. Fio, are you alright? Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm fine. You realize it was a cobweb? Oh, thank you. Uh, but you did have the innate human reaction to anyone ever walking into a cobweb, so? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's fine. It's just spitters. Spitters? Yeah. They said spitters, like the special infected from Left 4 Dead. No. No. S-P-I-D-D-E-R. That's what I thought. Anyway, you guys keep moving. And you walk for a good what feels like 10-15 minutes through this forest. Though, honestly, it feels much longer. And suddenly you hear, Why, hello there! Oh my god. It's me! Oh no! Do you guys try to find where the voice comes from? Yeah, I'm looking everywhere. Uh, Lavender, you see this because you're right behind the two people at the front. 
You look down and there's a tiny mass mouse wearing a top hat. <laughs> oh my Are god. Are you fucking kidding me, Clavanner? Did you just wow. add that because you thought it was funny because Caleb did it? That what? session. That, the same session. Props to you, sir. Bless you and your whole family. How may I be of assistance? Uh, we're good. We're actually busy right now. Watch him, like, be trying to, like, lure us so he can eat us. Um, uh, Stanley will whisper, I've actually lost the trail a bit. We're looking for the trail. Oh, what trail might that be? I know many trods around here. Uh, Fucking hell, Jacob, I hate you sometimes. You do a really good job at this voice. <laughs> it's almost Garfield the Deals Warlock. Garfield the Deals Warlock. Oh it is, is quite similar. And for just one favor, I can lead you... Anywhere you need to be. What kind of favor? What are you offering? I'm always up for a deal. I will sew you a teeny little suit to match your top hat. That sounds delightful. (laughs) You have to, but you have to show us first and you come later. Well, how will I get to you? My friend here, she points at Gloria, will take me to the goblin market and we will meet you there. Uh, roll me manipulation plus persuasion. Does Does stunning looks help? Stunning looks no. does not help. Does adorable? Adorable absolutely helps. That... <laughs> That's a lot of successes. I One, love two, it. Three, four, five, six. Now I have to make it at least once a once apart in this final mission. Lav gets to use her sewing to her advantage. Oh uh, my god! Uh, how many was it again? Six successes. Well, you seem so trustworthy, of course. Right this way. Uh, and you see him start marching. Oh my gosh, Lav starts marching back behind him. I will say he is quite adorable. Of course he's you adorable, won't. but do I actually care? Lav? No, Lav thinks he's probably pretty cute. I, I'm gonna say that Lav wants to hate him for some reason. Mm-hmm. But just, he's so cute. He reminds you of the chinchilla so much. Theo's crying. God damn it, Vigo. <laughs> There's a reason Lav made Christ. sure he wore waterproof makeup. Like he's tearing up a little bit. You see, Kunako hands you a tissue. Lav so starts thinking about good. how she's going to make very teeny clothes. Uh, does she start getting a little excited again about the idea? Yeah, she does. Is she thinking about how she can change the design she originally was going to make for um the rabbit hobgoblin, the weapon no, sailors, no, 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 and no. how this, to make it for mouse- him? This mouse is much fancier than him. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, no. She kind of takes, like, the waistcoat she had for him, but adds a lot more fancy layers to it. Mm-hmm. He's going to look like a little prime minister. He's a prime mouse Bad. Bad, bad pun. Bad you. No good me. Fuck off, Caleb. Anyway, uh, he leads you through the forest, and the forest seems a lot less scary. Being guided by a teeny mouse in a top hat. Yeah. Uh, You do see he takes out a little cane he walks with, but a closer look is just a small twig he's cut and broken (laughs) to fit. I love it. Love's going to carve a teeny little cane for him. As you walk? Or uh, is this for part of his costume? Part of his costume. Okay. So does anyone know any good jokes? And silence ensues. (laughs) Well, Danny was told to be quiet by Lav, so he's not talking. Sorry, we're in a little bit of a tense situation right now. Oh, understandable, understandable. Don't worry, I'll make sure you're safe. <sighs> he's so small. Like yeah, from he- that thing over there. Oh, God. 
Oh. You see this large black cat-like creature with teeth coming out over the lips. And you see the mouse hold up his cane and the cat go creature go, oh, and turn around and walk away into the woods. <laughs> it might be the big deal around here. Well, then it's going to be. I have an expected honor to him to be Taylor. like, to be like, oh, Clarence, you scamp. Does Pio say that, or is that just what Caleb wants to say? That's just what Caleb wants to say. So eventually you do make it to this large tree. Like, it's a good six feet across. Uh, It's much larger than any other trees in the area. Uh, And as you approach, you see the bark on the tree starts to morph and change. It comes out and shrinks in and changes until you see this large face in the tree. And little mouse in front of you goes, now this is the guardian of the forest. He will be able to let you out. Thank you very much, sir. Of course. I will see you later. See you later. He tips his hat to you. Lav does a little bow. Yeah, he seems to appreciate it. He walks off spinning his cane in one hand and whistling. <laughs> why do you hate him, Ruby? No, he's so cute. That's why I made that noise. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. So I'm glad. fucking cute! I mean, listen, Ruby just impulsively hate certain characters that's very true i do i do just impulsively hate certain characters and things and objects and foods and people <laughs> anyway <laughs> what do you guys say to the giant tree with the face on it uh, uh we're chasing uh, after robin and who might that be about yay big shit-eating grin oh he's the one who came through earlier yes yeah that that guy man he was a real jerk he yes, took one he of my branches for no reason. And you do see above the face this little broken branch. We're going to take care of him so he won't hurt people again. All right, then. Come right this way. I'm afraid that I can only show you where to exit. You're going to need to power it yourself, though. Gloria, how would that work? Um, well, I hate to say it, but I'm the only one here with any sort of energy from the hedge. I'm afraid I'm going to have to open it and let you guys through. Are you sure you're okay with that? Yes, I should be okay. Um, I know a bunch of trods, uh, pathways through the hedge. I should be able to find a hedge gate to get out in Boston. Okay. Maybe I'll catch up with the mouse and he'll be able to protect me. Oh, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. You rang? <laughs> and he's suddenly back again. Uh, Theo starts crying again. Kuko goes, I'm gonna run out of tissues at this point, <laughs> Theo. I only brought so many. He's so good. Uh, Gloria goes, I'm afraid this is where I'm going to have to leave off, but I, I'm going, I'll try and find my way out as soon as I can and try and meet back up with you guys. Love gives her a hug. Gloria tightly hugs you back. Now, just, I'll be back. Um, maybe Leo can try to contact me because I know you can contact him, but I think you guys are going to do great. Thanks. Love you. Love you too. Gives her and a you guys hug. tighter hug. Yeah. Yeah, you guys hug again. And you see her step away and breathe in, let out a breath and she holds up her hands and you don't actually see energy or anything comes from it but you see suddenly the mouth of this tree opens wide taller and taller until you see the inside is this green swirling portal all right everybody through quickly i jump through all right what order do you guys head through in laugh first then fio then the group okay sounds good and last through is julian mm-hmm. and suddenly you guys are somewhere different. You're no longer in a forest. You're underground again in another room. Oh, thank God. It's 
a weird looking room. It seems like it's almost completely made out of these large pieces of marble. You see small grooves on the marble on the floor and on the walls that seem to make almost lines going around the entire room. As you walk in, you hear this voice go, Stop, heathen! And you look up and you see this semi-translucent, giant, eight-foot-tall knight in full plate mail armor carrying this giant broadsword. Ooh, shit. And I'm going to say, Lavender, you just recognize this. Yeah. That is not accurate armor. That's not armor you think they would actually wear. And that sword is way too long to ever actually be wielded by a real-life person. What anime bullshit is this? Straight out of Diablo. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or Dark Souls. Straight out of Dark Souls. Ooh, very much like straight out Dark Souls. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> he actually, uh, looks like a giant onion. Oh, it's Sigurd of Katarina! <laughs> anyway. Oh, and you do see a doorway behind him. Oof. I say... Sir, I beseech you on your good name, let us pass. Yeah, I'm afraid said. I cannot do that, fair lady, for I have been tasked by my master to guard this doorway. Who is your master? The one named R. Oh, Jesus Christ. You guys, if you want, you can roll me wits plus a cult. Yeah, wits plus gotcha. a cult, yeah. I'm going to use a willpower. Oh, I do have either of you guys it. have a cult? I do not, no. Nope. So I'm just going to do the three dice thing. I botch! Fuck. All right, then. I don't. I got two successes. <gasps> okay, you get two successes. Uh, Fio, you and tell this Do I is... think his, his, his boss is the real Slim Shady? <laughs> Interesting reference. Yeah, interesting. Wow. You have to reach for that one. <laughs> Theo, you can guess that this is probably, just by the way they're acting, um, either a ghost or a spirit, just uh-huh. based off the other ghosts and spirits you've interacted with. And from that, you can tell he's probably like not physically there, and you think it's going to be very hard to talk with him and convince him otherwise. What does Lav think? Lav, this is some dude in cosplay. Oh, no! You're pretty sure if you just, like, cut through the bullshit, you'll be able to get him to move. Oh, no. Sir, what if I explain to you that your your master is unjust, and he has put you here specifically <gasps> to end you? Impossible! Oh, Impossible! No. Anybody else? I don't want to kill a dude in cosplay. Lav, he's... What? It's just Lav... a really bad cosplay. Lev, how many eight-foot-tall people do you know that are underground with what looks like a real sword? I think you that underestimate. That know Robin that are just people in... Co- I'm pretty sure it's a spirit. Theo, I think you underestimate how well cosplayers can hide stilts in their costumes. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's pretty much what she was saying. I'm pretty sure it's a spirit, Lev. Do you hear Julian go, it is a spirit and this is a loci? Oh, shit. <laughs> So, uh, any ideas? You you know stuff about spirit stuff. You've been to the spirit world, right? He says to Julian. Yeah. I am part spirit as a werewolf, yes. Oh, right. There's a slim chance we'll be able to convince him if it goes with his nature of being a protector spirit, but I highly doubt it. Okay, let me, uh, uh, let me give it a shot. Julian shrugs. <laughs> I got an idea. I'm going to walk up to the man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, to kneel. Okay. And say, uh, sir, my name is Theo McVarren. I'm an honorable warrior like yourself. And I would stake my honor. I swear upon the people I love, 
the moon, and every achievement I've ever done that the master you served, you serve, has done vile and horrible things for me to, to me, and I seek justice. Well, I am afraid whether that is true, young man, that I completely lost the voice already. <laughs> Two sentences in. <laughs> it's fun watching you squirm. Damn it, you guys, I ruined my funny voice demo I was doing with this episode. Oh my god. I mean, let's start it. Let's just start it over. I need a clean t- I need a clean demo. Oh my god. Yes. I am afraid if that is true, young man, that it does not concern me. I have pledged my allegiance to this man, and whether he is good or vile, my allegiance is all I have. I say, uh, well, sir, aren't you at le- the least bit concerned that his dishonorable actions will stain your honor? I am my own man, and my honor comes from my allegiance. I am. Fr- I understand if you must fight me for your own sake and your own honor, but I've pledged my allegiance to him, and I'm afraid I cannot go back on that allegiance. You just want us to fight this fucker. Uh, he's a spirit. Literally, they have one thing they yeah, do. Yeah, it's, it's in their nature. Anybody know how to destroy a spirit? Uh, Julian says, are you guys done? Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. All right. He walks up to the guy. Yes, sir. How may I? And Julian just hits him across the face. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine it being a backhand. He just backhands him. You see the visor. This knight's about to catch these hands. (laughs) Fly up on the helmet. (laughs) And you see there's no face underneath it. Uh, As he stumbles, he goes, Sir, that is very dishonorable. And you see Julian suddenly grow in size. And you see a claw come out and rip through some of the armor. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well then, uh... (laughs) You see the knight pick up his sword, which starts glowing. And suddenly, through the walls come what looks like pikemen. Oh, shit. As in, you see about four other spirits, more human-sized, with short pikes with them. Uh, And I need you guys to roll initiative. Oh, fuck. It's a a fight we're participating in. I thought we were just going to leave more people behind. Uh, nine. Nine? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, 16. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That Caleb luck there? Yeah. So... Theo, you go first. I'm going to say that you guys right now are facing off against two of these pikemen. And the, our other six companions are going up against the other two? You see Stanley pull out his bow and arrow oh. and knock an arrow. And then you remember your other companions don't really have stuff to hit spirits with. Do we? Uh, You have the scissors. But if we use them, we only have 30 minutes left. I think it's more than 30 minutes. I said it's, I think it's like a cup. It's an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. Shit. You can uh, do that, or I will tell you the other option is to try and keep them distracted and let Julian and Stanley take care of them with their spearheading weapons. Yeah. You know, Stanley's arrows and Julian's entire body. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I do not remember. It was an hour or two hours? It was an hour at most. It's an hour. It's an hour. Okay. It's an hour. Okay, then. Makes sense. Let's try to distract him. Okay. Well, it's Julian's... I'm not Julian. It's Theo's turn now. Okay. Um, so I cannot touch these things at all. Uh, you do not believe so. Okay. This entire marble place, right? Yeah. Do they seem like they enjoy it here? They have zero expression on their face. In fact, their face is just a helmet. Cool. As a hunch, I'm gonna start just, like, just wrecking this room. Um, 
How? I'm going to shoot the walls. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> roll me. And that will help by making like a lot of loud noise and drawing their eyes to me. Fair. Roll me dexterity plus firearms. Uh, this there is not go. to hit the wall. This is to hit at an angle that you do not think it will ricochet and hit anyone you know. Do I get the bonus from the gun? No. Yeah, I figured not. But I thought I'd ask. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck this wall. Fuck you, wall! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Five successes. Five successes? Okay, yeah. You yeah. hit the wall. And you see the... You aim it so the bullet ricochets down to the ground and does not ricochet further and hits anyone you know. But it also damages the floor. Yes, sure. <laughs> they do seem thoroughly interested in you now, though. Good. Uh, it is Lavender's turn. Uh, Lav is going to, um, get everybody into a, like, start scooching everybody towards a corner. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And probably a corner that, um, is, like, away from the dudes because Fio has their attention. Okay. Uh, I'll say because Fio has their attention that you can just do it. Everyone is very much out of the, any distance of these pikes and... There are multiple people between you guys that you are pretty sure that they will not yeah. hit them at all. Yeah, good. Sounds good. Theo. Mm-hmm. What is your defense? Does my armor affect it at all? You have half armor. So that's one armor. My defense then is four. No, because it's melee weapons, right? Yes. So then my defense remains at three if it's not a brawl attack. Okay. You, while gathering their attention, you see something weird happen. You see them almost solidify a bit. Not fully, but definitely solidify some. As two of these pikemen stab at you with the pikes. You move out of the way of one, but still hits your shoulder for one lethal damage. And as you're moving out the way, the other one digs into you a bit more as you move into it. And you take two lethal damage. Not looking great. <laughs> yeah, I believe you're at four total now. Yeah. Okay. Did the one that dug into me with the first pike... Did it hit my already wounded shoulder? No, it did not. Oh, good. So now both of my shoulders are wounded. No, they hit you in the side. Oh, okay. Like the, your like meat on your side. I probably cough up a little bit of blood. I mean, no, they, they hit your side. They did not hit your lungs unless there's no blood in your lungs to be coughed up. Right, Ruby? Yes, that's how nature and biology work. Ruby, Ruby's our biology expert, so... Unless he has internal bleeding from the trauma, he would not cough up blood. No, the, this one kind of hit into the meat of his side, didn't actually hit organs or anything. Yeah, if you're coughing up blood, you're probably gonna die. Yeah. Next is Julian's turn. You see Julian go, well, this is a loci, so I should be able to call in some friends too. Scary monster, will you come help me? And suddenly... You see one of the lines on the wall between these big slabs of marble open up to this large yellow eye, a good three feet across. And you see the next line between them open into this giant black maw filled with these jagged teeth. And suddenly you see these dark shadowy lines or hands come out and wrap around two of the pikemen. And slowly start dragging them towards this giant open maw. You don't hear any screaming, but you see them scraping and struggling as it slowly pulls them in and closes its giant jagged teeth and maw around them. And then Julian also sticks a claw ripping the front plate off of this knight. Uh, it's now Theo's turn. You have one pikeman in front of you now. 
I'm gonna back away. I will say, uh, he does seem semi-material now, now oh, that cool. he's hit you. I'm gonna take his pike. Alright, uh, grapple. Yeah. Alright, roll me strength plus brawl. Uh, minus, uh, I'm gonna say because it's a pike, his defense is only one right I'm here. i a willpower anyway. Literally, pike's a giant long pole, so it's gonna be hard for him to move it away from you grabbing it. Eight dice. Yeah. No one tell him he only needs one success on this. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I got it. Yep, so you grab on, and you haven't pulled it away from him yet, because that takes another turn. Your hand semi go through it, but you still grab something solid on the pike and hold it there. It is now Lavender's turn. Lav is going to throw a knife at him. Uh, You throw it. Roll me um weaponry plus dexterity because of your merit. Mm-hmm. Um, They have a defense of four. Because they are semi-incorporeal, but they are semi-corporeal to hit you, so they are able to be hit. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, not use a willpower. I miss. Okay, you throw the knife, do something that should hit the shoulder, but you hit the edge of it, and that edge is just not quite there, material-wise, and it goes over and lands on the ground. It bounces off one of the walls with a clatter. Uh, it's now the pikeman's turn. He is going to try and take his pike away from you, uh, Fio. What is your um, strength? Three. Okay. And I believe from grappling you have a plus one against overpowering maneuvers? Yes, I believe so. Okay, so him wrestling you away, I'm going to say, is a overpowering maneuver, so is minus four on his roll. Oh, wait, I actually... Fuck. Oh, did you do some math wrong? Yeah, I rolled two die. I got a seven on the other one so that's a hit okay you hit and it bounces off him but you see this not blood but this ichor or something start oozing from the wound Theo, he is able to twist the pike around in your hands and rip it free but that is his turn um at this time you see stanley kill the other pikeman with his bo- magic bow and arrows uh it is now Theo's turn i'm gonna try to grab the pike again <laughs> <laughs> roll roll same uh minus one defense. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend a willpower this this time. That's pointless. Yeah, three successes. Yeah, you grab onto it again. <laughs> you again he doesn't have a face, but you fear this like anger and annoyance <laughs> at you. I just go, oh no you don't. Lav, it's your turn. Lav's gonna throw another throwing. Alright. Go for it. I just have to stall him long enough for Stanley. Uh one success. One success? You, it's same thing, it digs into him. And you see him shudder a little bit. The spirit it is now his turn. He is unable this time to pull his pike <laughs> away from Theo. <laughs> oh, oh, thank God. And suddenly, you see coming through the back and through the front of this pikeman, the long, giant broadsword that was being wielded by the knight, like a spear, just sticks through the pikeman. Oh. And the pikeman dissipates. And you see Julian standing over the destroyed body of the knight. Can I do first aid on Fio? Yes, absolutely. Can I do first aid on myself, too? I'm going to say, actually, um, it's much easier for Laugh to do it on you. Yeah, that's but fair. But Fio, you pull out the first aid kit that Blacktooth oh, gave right. you for your birthday. Ruby, roll me dexterity plus medicine. Uh, right. Do I get any bonus from the first aid kit? Uh, your bonus is that usually this would just be stabilizing. You are actually going to be able to possibly knock down 
lethal to bashing damage. Sounds good. Three successes. Three successes? Okay, uh, Theo, you now, three of your lethal damage changed to bashing. Cool. So now I believe you have one lethal and three bashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're able to quickly bandage him up and actually use some, like, plastic stitches and uh, sanitize the wounds and give him a couple of light, like, ibuprofen pain meds, all from this backpacking first aid kit that Fio had with him. Damn, where'd you get this? Uh, I mean, you were there when I got it. I was? Yeah. It was my. It was for my birthday. Uh, Blacktooth oh. gave it to me. Aw, your boyfriend's so considerate. I... F- fuck... Theo also remembers that Lab was a little kind of tipsy that night. I mean, so was he. Yeah, Theo barely remembers getting it. It's a miracle that he does. So yeah, the fight is seems to be over. You guys are out of initiative. Uh, Julian walks up to you guys and goes, Now that that's taken care of, we should get moving. Okay. Unless Sounds you good. need rest. I'm good. You guys turn... And these two big, heavy double doors the knight was standing in front of suddenly both slam open. <sighs> Lab will walk in. Okay. Uh, you guys start walking in. Both of you guys roll me wits plus composure. Love this. Oh boy, don't I know it. Uh, that's three successes. That's... Hold on. Also three successes. All right, as you guys start moving into the next room, you notice that someone isn't following you. You notice that Julian isn't moving. Julian? You look over at Julian, and he's just not moving. And as you look closer, you see his breathing is quick and shallow, and he says his eyes are unfocused. Julian? Hey, buddy, are are you, is something happening right now? Are you, like what we talked about earlier, are you good? Um, As you guys approach, you notice he does not react to you guys at all. He's very clearly somewhere else right then. He's, he, he... Some stuff like this happens with him sometimes. Uh, he, he told me about it. What do we do? Uh, I He didn't tell me how Leo usually gets him out of it. Laugh calls Leo on the phone. Yep. So you pull out the phone? Yeah. Uh, what do you say to it? Uh, hello, AI? Uh, suddenly the screen lights up and you hear this female robotic voice come through. Hello, how can I be of assistance? Uh, we need to talk to Leo right away. Julian's in trouble. All right, give me one second, and you see this little thumbs-up emoji appear on the screen. And you hear uh, a little bit of elevator music for about 30 seconds. Uh, And then suddenly you hear Leo's voice go, Yellow, how can I help? Julian's frozen, and we don't know what to do. Oh, shit. All right, um, all right, so he's having a flashback. All right, everyone give him room. Uh, Make sure you're not too close to him in case he has a bit of a fight response. Put me on FaceTime and turn me towards him. Uh, Lav does that and scoots everybody back but herself, holding up Leo. Okay. Uh, you see Leo's face appears on the phone. Uh, you turn him towards Julian, and you hear Leo go, Julian. Hey, Julian. Julian! And you hear him clap, and suddenly Julian's eyes focus a bit more. Not fully, but you see them focus on Leo on the screen. And you just hear Leo go, look at me. Julian, make sure you look at me. It's not him. You're not there right now. You are here. You are now. And most importantly, it is not him. It will never be him again. I promise. And you see Julian's breathing start to slow from the shallow, raggedy breaths to these deeper, steady breaths. You see his eyes refocus. He stands there a second. He just says to Leo on the phone, 
All right. And you hear Leo go, you all right? And he goes, yeah, I'm fine. Thanks, Leo. Anytime, buddy. Anytime. All right, Lav, I think uh, we're good here, and uh, you can hang up. Okay. Uh, Lav turns to Julian. You good? Julian nods. Do you want to go back, or are you good going forward? You see, you see him take a deep breath. He goes, I'm fine. It's over now. I'm good to keep going. Okay. Anything you need, just ask. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. And Lav says, uh, do you want to hold the phone? Uh, Julian shakes his head and says, it's more likely you guys will need it. Okay. Thank you for the offer, though. Of course. Anything you need. And he just nods. And you guys move into the next room. Uh, this one's way smaller. It's almost like a hallway. And you see it leads to two other doors, one of which has a sign above it that says instructions, and one above it that says action. Mm-hmm. Is there anything on the signs? Uh, no, they just say that. All right, I guess we're going to go to instructions. Yeah, that sounds about right. Do all of you go through that one? Yeah. I don't think splitting up is the no, best No, we're just going to open like, the door. I don't think splitting up in the realm of the trickster god. Makes sense. Is the best idea. That makes sense. Uh, you open the door, and it is just a plain room with a door on the other side with a light above it that's out, like isn't on right now. And a, like, two-page instruction manual. Okay. Um, why don't we open up the other door and look through? You open up the other room. It is, it looks exactly the same, except instead of an instruction manual, you see a table with a black box on it. Oh, Let's check out instructions. Let's check out instructions. We'll grab the instruction manual. So you walk back in that room? Uh, why don't, I'll walk into the instructions room. Okay. Just to grab the manual and try to come back out. Okay. You grab the manual, and as you leave the room, the manual disappears from your hands and reappears I know on what the this table. is, you son of a bitch! I'm gonna go read the manual. One of you hold the door open. No, it's not the door that closes. It's the manual that disappears. Yeah, but, but I'm gonna go read it in the room. Lav is gonna, Lav is gonna read the manual. Okay, you walk in the room? Yeah. Uh, You open the manual, and the only words on it says... Some in here, some in there. Then you shall see the instructions. Um, I never know what things will infuriate Ruby. I just assume everything will, and I don't care. I know exactly what this is. And All right, you gotta do it. You probably do. So, uh, Lev's gonna say, "Feel, go to the other room." Okay, I go to the other room. Okay, do you split up any of the rest of your party? No. Okay. Let's leave the rest of them outside. I will say Jose suggests he goes in to the instruction room. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, Jose goes in there, and you go in the other room. I sit down. Is there t- is there a chair? Is there a chair to sit There's down? There's not a chair. I sit down on the floor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you just sit under the table? I sit next to the table. The rest okay. of the team is keeping the doors open, so we can yell. Okay. Create like a chain, so one of, so even if the sound doesn't go to the room, it yells out to the door people, and then they yell into the room Theo's in. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you open the instructions again? Yep. Okay. Uh, you open the instructions, and suddenly Theo, the black box in your room opens. Oh shit! I get up, and you see a bomb in there. Oh diff- shit! With four different colored wires on it. Oh shit! Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me! So. Right now, I am going to uh, send you, Caleb, the different wires on Skype. Oh, shit. 
And Ruby, I'm going to send you what the instruction manual says. Yep, got it. All right. So happy Ruby knew what I'm this was so going to be. I'm so fucking mad. You can't even. Oh, oh. Huh, you don't like this game? No. It stresses me the fuck out. Listen, you're not the one who's going to die from a bomb. <laughs> and suddenly, uh, Theo, on the bomb, you see a countdown start at two minutes. All right. One ooh, minute, 59. One fifty-eight. fuck me. What are the wires? Do, do I hear that? Uh, yeah. You actually don't even, you hear through, like, some sort of hidden sound system, it sounds like, between the rooms. Uh, from top to bottom, it's red, blue, black, and yellow. Fuck me. Okay, fuck me, fuck so... me. Ooh, please hurry. Shut the fuck up for a second! <laughs> Fia About winces. a minute and Wait, 45 is the seconds. Fourth, is the fourth wire red? No, the last one is yellow. Okay, the last one. The first one is red. What color, um, what color is the third wire? Black. Black. Okay, uh, cut the red wire first. About 30 seconds has passed. I cut the red wire. All right, you cut the red wire. Nothing happens. Suddenly, more instructions appear on your sheet, Ruby. You son of a bitch! I hate you. So wait, uh, so you cut the third wire? You cut the red wire and the red wire was first? Yes. So, um, so cut the wire, two below it, then cut the blue wire. So the black wire and then the blue wire. Yes. Yes. Uh, you move your hand down, pick up the wire cutters that were in the box, you cut the black wire. There's two wires left. You reach around to cut the blue wire. Mm-hmm. You clip it. And suddenly the doors to this room slam shut. Oh, Jesus And you Christ. see the light above the door start flashing red. And you hear this alarm start going off. And you see the timer on the bomb cuts to 10 seconds. But that's what I put down! It says it says! Seven, six, I'm gonna cut the five, other wire. Four. Can you cut it? It skips to one. Oh no! Zero. And then suddenly, poof, you see a little flag that says bang pops out of the bomb. I hate <sighs> you so much, Jacob Gabriel Sabino Klebanner. I own where and you live. I can make your life hell. Fiona. You see the doors you guys entered through open and the doors to the next room open. Fia has a heart attack and dies. Fia, are you okay? I'm okay. You walk in, Fia's just laying on the cord, nice cord floor. Yeah. Are you okay? Uh, Did you get hurt? No, I'm good. Let's keep going with whatever the fuck. I will say one of your bashing damage has healed at this point. Okay, awesome. What do you guys do? Uh, go Let's through go the through next the door. Other door. Okay, guys move through the next door. You walk into a room. It has a bunch of, like, waist-high, like, barricades in it. They seem like solid concrete or so. They're about waist-high. There's every couple of them. Uh, and you look across the room, and you see about four men standing there, uh, all with machine guns. And you walk in, and you look at them. You see them turn, they look at you. <laughs> and there's a beat of silence before you hear Jethro yell, Down! Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. Guys dive behind the waist-high cover as the machine gun fire opens up above you. It goes on for a couple seconds, and then there's a pause. And that's when you see Jethro and Stanley hop up and start firing with the two rifles they brought. It goes back and forth like that for about a minute, or about 30 seconds. Uh, You see Stanley shooting. He ducks down. You see Jethro go up and start shooting. You hear the scream of someone from the other side of the room. 
And while Jethro's reloading as they switch off, he goes, All right, me and Stanley can give you guys cover fire. Best thing you can do in this situation, though, is just make a run for the door, try and stay behind cover best you can. Okay. All right, sounds good. We're going to make a run. Jethro turns to Julian and goes, Julian, you know what to do. <laughs> and Julian nods, and you see him just step between you guys and the gunners. Oh my God. And you see him, he, his body grows cover. in size uh, into his guru form. Where he's this, this tall, eight foot, nine foot tall wall of furry muscle werewolfness. And he just looks at you and growls and points behind him, signaling for you guys to use him as cover as you run. Okay, we're yeah. going to use him as cover as we run. Yeah, let's go. All right, I need you guys to roll me dexterity plus athletics. Does running help? Dexterity plus stealth. Whether you're trying to do it slow and stealthy or just run. Just run. I'm gonna okay. Just- I'm going to just run. All right. Roll me dexterity plus athletics. Oh. And yes, running does help, Ruby. Five successes. Two successes. I did not plan for this, but uh, fucking um, all of Lav's specialties are coming in use here. Yeah. yeah. I did not plan for that, but I'm happy it's happening. You guys start running. You just try to keep pace with Julian best you can. You guys start running. You hear gunfire. You hear a bullet ricochet off. And Lav, you feel a sharp pain in your leg as a ricochet bullet hits you in the leg for one lethal damage. All right. But you guys make it through and there's a shadow. You hear another scream as someone else goes down. And Julian shoulders through the door into the next room as you guys charge in. And you guys hear a splash as you guys trip and fall into the next room and Julian closing the door behind you. And you look around in this next room, you realize is about waist high with water. Uh-oh. That can't be good. Uh, you see Julian go, and you see with his claws, pull a bullet out of his shoulder and just <sighs> drop in the water. And as he does, you see the wound start slowly closing up. <laughs> yeah, it's not a pretty sight. Yeah. <laughs> you see uh, Danny start gagging a bit. Yeah. Lav is fascinated. Uh, you see right, Julian freak. revert back to his... Um, between human and guru form, where he looks like himself a little bigger and more, a little more wolf-like. I'm glad they weren't using silver. Probably didn't expect us to bring a badass like you. He shakes his head. They probably did not. And yeah, you guys are in this room getting very wet from this water. Uh, I, I'm gonna change it. It's not quite waist. It's actually more like midway up your thigh. So still go slow you down walking, but not as bad. Is it Where's like the clear next door? water? Is it clear water? Uh, no, it is more like seawater. Ooh, so we can't see what's in it. You cannot see what's in it. You see the next door across the room. Okay, I'm gonna shoot into the water a little bit. Okay. Uh, you shoot into the water. Just a couple shots. Just to see if anything, like, moves. As you do, you see a ripple under the water. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fear goes, oh, oh, no. And suddenly you see slowly emerging from the water... This bright fluorescing green and orange creature. It has this huge bug eyes and two Uh-oh. folded up claws in front of it. Its entire body is this like weirdly bright fluorescent green and orange as it goes down to eight small legs and this long armored tail. Is it is oh, no. this a mantis shrimp? I need you guys to roll me intelligence plus academics. Uh-huh. Do I even have academics? No, I don't. I do. I'm not going to roll. I don't know That's what it is. That's three I don't know successes. Shit. 
This is, in fact, a mantis shrimp. You son of a bitch! Hot. Sexy it is boy. Evil clowns of the sea. Uh, you clowns see... are hot. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the Let fuck up. Let me write up, that down are... on a for Fio's character sheet. <laughs> I mean, you should so know mad. just by looking at him. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> He's been cosplaying as one this whole time. I hate both of you. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it is. The size of a very large dog. Ooh, I don't like that. Lav's gonna throw it, throw smack it. With we don't the, with know. The... We, it could be nice. It could be nice. Uh, you throw what at it? She's going to throw the crowbar as hard as she fucking possibly can. Oh my god! I mean, look, I know I shot at it first, but wow. Roll me dexterity plus athletics. Uh, any bonus from the crowbar is taken away by the improvised weapon penalty. Uh, that's two successes. Sorry, I did that wrong. Uh, I did not take into account its armor. Mm-hmm. Um, so re-roll, it has armor three. So that's minus three dice. Well, I can't roll. Okay, then. You throw the crowbar, and it bounces off its armor. And you hear Denny go, Crowy, no! Uh, and then you see Kuniko punch his arm. Just like Julian a sploosh. steps in front of you and says, I'll handle this one. The rest of you move ahead. Okay. Okay. Yeah, good good with me. You see him step in front of it, and you don't actually see it happen, but suddenly Julian is stumbling backwards from it, and its claws is in a new position. Uh, As you see this giant, you don't quite see it, but you see a small rip in his shirt and a giant bruise forming on his chest from it. You see Julian take the chain he's wearing as a belt off from around his waist, and you see him swing it at the mantis, and as soon as he hits it, you see it start convulsing. Oh, shit. And he yells, it's stunned. Run, now. Yeah, let's run. Yep. I need you guys to roll me strength plus athletics to make it through this water. Running does still help. It It is not swimming. That's one success. Uh, three successes. Theo, you start booking it. Laugh, you're lagging a little behind, and you don't actually see it, but suddenly you feel feel something hit your back, and you go stumbling forward as you take. Shit, this uh, mantis rolled really poorly, <laughs> especially with your armor. It hits you, but your armor absorbs it, and you just stumble forward and take no damage from it. Nice. Good. And you guys make it through to the next room. You look around, and you realize at this point it is just you guys and the rest of the charmers. Mm-hmm. Whew. Just us normies. Exactly. Which, like, that is the only time that you could ever say that about the Charmers. And you guys are missing one crowbar. Uh, I'm gonna assume that Laugh picked up her knives, so after the spirit Oh, of course fight, she did. Yeah, there's no reason why she wouldn't, so. The only weapon you're down is the random crowbar that Danny brought. Yeah. So you enter this room. It is by far the most colorful out of any of the rooms you've seen. Uh, there's colors painted on the walls, on the floor, everywhere. It's also one of the strangest rooms. You see in the room, there are two what looks like glass, almost foam booths. And inside each one, you see two small, colorful xylophones facing away from each other with little uh, little percussions to hit them with. And like, it's weird, but it's not too not normal. Until you guys look up, you see on the ceiling, there are tables and chairs all nailed upside down to the ceiling to give the effect that you guys are standing on a ceiling. Oh, Jesus. You see one last thing written on the floor. 
make sure you sync up the music with the lights reflection of all that is primary and secondary to RGB. And RGB is capital R period, capital G period, B period, capital B period. Red, green, blue. Mm. That's the setting you use when you're doing um, stuff on computers. When you're doing printing stuff, I think also you can do it. But CMYK is for um, printing. RGB is what we usually use when we're doing um, illustrations. And then there's also a HSB, which I prefer to use, which is huge saturation and blackness. Cool. Just Very cool. Fun facts with Ruby. Yeah, fun fact. So what... And that was all in character, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Lab would know most of that stuff. What is um the color flashing order? Hmm? What's the color Maybe. flash? Where's the lights that are flashing? There aren't any flashing lights. Uh, it's just bright colors painted all around the room. What's the order they're painted uh, in? There seems to be no order. It's different sections. Uh, it looks like a toddler decided to pick the order, so there seems to be no order to it. All right, Lav's going to go into one of the booths and do red, green, blue. Okay. Uh, you walk into the booth, and you see the color on the xylophones are blue, red, yellow, green, orange, and purple. Mm-hmm. And you type out red, green, blue. And nothing happens. She's going to do a lineup. Nothing happens. Uh, what does the thing say again? Uh, it says, make sure you sync up music with the light's reflection of all that is primary and secondary to RGB. Oh, oh, um, green, orange, red. Try green or- She's going to try green, orange, red. Nothing happens. What about the other booth? Uh, it looks exactly the same know what to do here uh if you guys run out of ideas uh you can roll intelligence plus investigation try to uh get hints for it can i do that yep i'm gonna use a willpower because that's the only way i can actually roll this no successes i'll try one success all right feel you look at it and you kind of you you put it together and you kind of realize that the way that it's written rgb looks like initials for a name how you would write initials for a name. Uh-huh. We know whose name starts with an R. Robin? Yeah. Robin Goodboy. Oh, Goodfellow? <laughs> What's the B for? That's why I said good boy. I guess we could try it. Try what? Yeah, that doesn't uh, make any... Hmm. This whole section is just going to be a compilation of Caleb thinking noises. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Well, well, maybe no, yeah. no, no, mm, no. Um, uh, Jose looks around and says, "Well, if it's initials for a name, maybe it's connected to that name is connected to the all the colors in this room. I mean, light colors are just light reflecting off things." Mm. Roy G. Biv, but what does Roy G. Biv have to do with anything? Oh no, maybe there's another hint in the words. Uh, some specific use of specific words in the thing that are a little weird. Primary and secondary. Did Roy G. Bibb have anything to do with primary and secondary stuff? No, it's just, it's just the, Roy G. Bibb is the, 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 the standard for, uh, rainbows. It's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet. Yeah, then do that. That's, that's what I did. I mean, you only hit three. No, she's gonna, she did. Oh, all the way down? Yeah, she already did that. I mean, she's gonna try red. You can try it. <laughs> she's gonna try red, blue, red, yellow, blue, and then the secondary colors. Uh, nothing happens. 
That's why I said red, yellow, blue, and then the rest of the colors. The rest of the the secondary ones. What would the rest of the secondary... But I think the secondary ones have to be in a specific order, too. Yeah, the secondary ones would be orange, green, violet. Let's try that. That's what I did. That's what I just said I did. No, that's, that's not... Yes, it is! I mean, yes, that is... All the primary and all the secondaries. It's just not the right order. Mm. Well, we have to sync up the music, too. Maybe we both have to do it? Okay, it's worth a shot. I'm down to try anything. So you guys go to the two different ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say, the way it's set up, you guys are not facing each other, and they are soundproof. Oh. So what you gotta do is one after the other? Well, what, what do you mean one after the other? Like... I do one, he does one, I do one, he does one, I do one, he does one. You can try that? We'll try that. You look at each other between changing it up? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, nothing happens. Then we'll try the, um, the red, green, bl- the, not red, green, blue, red, yellow, blue, orange, green, purple. Okay, do you guys, are you still switching off doing them? Or are uh, you yeah. trying to do them at the same time? Ooh, we might have to do it all at the same time. Same time? Okay. Uh, you best. guys try and you are off because you cannot see each other. Oof. Okay, how about we try one thing where we like switch off just to get some practice down yeah. and then we try it at the same time. Theo, you hear knocking on the glass in your thing. I'll open it up. You see Danny and Diana waving at you. What's up? So are you guys trying to sync them up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are way off. Yeah, I, yeah. I can see that. Well, me and Danny do it. Okay. We're pretty in sync. Yeah, give That's it a shot. True. So you have them step into the booths? Mm-hmm. Uh, what order are you trying to have them do it? Um, DJ Kimmy Kim would be so proud. <laughs> uh, that's the primary, then secondary. Okay, they do it perfectly in sync Holy the first shit. time, uh, but nothing happens. How about then just in order of color in the rainbow? Red, orange, yellow. Red, orange, yellow. Green. Green, blue, blue violet. Purple. Yeah. It's purple, violet. All right, you try that, and you hear a little creak at the door like it's trying to open but doesn't quite open backwards violet blue green yellow orange nothing (laughs) happens you look around kunoko says that she goes hey do you think there's any symbolism to the fact the room's upside down like we're up on the opposite side of the ceiling versus the floor oh huh i said backwards i said primaries second and secondaries first Nope, does not work. Oh, make sure you sync up music with the light's reflection. So you've tried backwards. For a roll, I can give you guys one last hint. Lav, roll me intelligence plus crafts or intelligence plus academics. Okay, this time, all right, this time I got two successes. Okay, upside down, opposite. Uh, It's wheels of color. Opposites on the color wheel. It's green. I, I'm going to say that Lav, just off the top of her head, knows what the opposites on the color wheel is. I mean, the the answer is green, red, and yellow. Or orange. Green, red, and orange. For what? RGB. I mean, yes. But remember, there are six keys on it. So, uh, green, blue, purple. Mm-hmm. Orange. Uh-huh. Yellow. Uh, and as soon as you guys... Get that in sync. You see the door on the other end slide open. You see Danny and Diana 
uh, step out of the booths, and the door slaps closed again. Oh, Jesus. All right, you two, can you stay here? They look at each other and they say, yeah, we can keep playing as long as you need. Okay, cool. Uh, Kunko says, don't worry, me and Jose will make sure uh, nothing happens to them. Awesome. You guys okay heading alone from this point on? Uh, we'll be fine. I need that knife back. Fine. I don't get my crowbar back for fine. All right. He hands get, you the cord. We'll go back Theo and goes, get it on our way out. Theo goes, Danny? Yeah? In case something happens, here. And he's going to give him, Theo's going to give Danny his dad's knife. <gasps> Are you sure? Yeah, you need it. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Good luck, you guys. And he gives you guys a big hug. Mm. <laughs> and then Diana joins in. And then all the charmers join in one big group hug. Yeah. Lav awkwardly just stares at the door. <laughs> Why well, she's being hugged? No, no, no. She's not part of this hug. You said. The oh no, no. Danny wrapped arms around both of you guys. Oh. And then the rest of the charmers came in well, Lav for a big group the hug. Kuko says to after they disperse. Kuko says to Fio, "Make sure you come back. You need help me introduce Mia to the rest of them." Who's oh, yeah. this I'll... Mia? You hear Danny? <laughs> no I'll... one. <laughs> I'll help you introduce your girlfriend to the rest of the group. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, here she starts pushing you towards the door. God, I'm still shook by... I was kind of afraid that you'd weird her away. Oh, you're so fucking valid. Yeah, no. So you guys leave the last of your friends behind. And you walk into this room. You hear Diana... You hear Diana and Diana. It's there. It's there. You see Diane playing still through the glass as you guys enter this next room and is completely empty. Where the fuck is this asshole? You see the only thing in this room is there's about a couple inches up. There's a little rise that runs across the floor of the room. A rise? Yeah, it's like a little like couple inches tall, couple inches wide, little rise in the floor that goes across and then drops down again. Like a little bump. Let's Little go check it. square bump. Okay, Let's you walk up to out. it. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys walking together? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, I need you guys both to roll me dex plus athletics. I fail. Okay. I, I fucking not. fail. What'd you get, uh, Theo? Theo got four successes. Four successes? Okay. As you guys approach it, uh, about five or so, five, six feet away, Theo, you step and you feel the floor start to give way and you pull back, but Lav... You are on a mission, and you are walking full speed towards it as the ground below you gives out, and you fall down into a about a 10-foot deep pit. How much damage do I take? Let's you see, take, shall we? You take three bashing damage as you hit the floor. Theo, you see Lav disappear as she falls. Fuck! And you just hear that come up. Lav, here, come get my hand. It's a little low. I reach my hand down. I reach my hand down. Uh, you can like, I'll, maybe... Like, lie down. I'll lie down a- against, like, the floor of where I am and reach my hand down from there. I need both of you guys to roll me laugh. Roll me dexterity plus athletics to see if you can jump and grip his hand. Two and successes. Theo, roll me strength plus athletics to not get pulled Does in. heavy lifting help? It does. <laughs> uh, laugh. So, yeah, you jump up and you grab his hand with both hands. Laying on the floor, Theo, you don't really have a grip, but you're just trying to brace yourself on the edge best you can not to get pulled in two. Seven successes. Okay, then. Uh, You grab and you pull up and lav you 
and lav your, I'm guessing, heavy combat boots or mm-hmm. boots of some sort. Find just enough grip on the edge so you can use the edge of the pit to brace yourself and you pull Lav up. Lavender, like me, is a boot slut. Yep, as I think we've discussed in previous episodes. Um, And both of you guys are panting and laying on the floor on the side of the pit. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Is there anything, like, way, any way out of this room? Uh, Only across the way, but... You realize the pit stops right before the little rise on the other side. So if we can get to the little rise. Maybe something can hook on to the rise to help you across. Grappling hook. Lav, suddenly oh you scramble in your God. bag and you pull out this magnet with oh a couple my. of little claws carved <laughs> into it. Oh my God. Tied off to a rope. Oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh. How big is this pit? Damn you, Clavanner! About six, seven feet across. And there, like, there's no way to just walk around the pit? No, it goes across the entire room, and the walls are completely smooth. I guess you could try the parkour thing where you run off and kick off the wall, but neither of you guys are really ninjas like that. Um, alright, let's- Neither of you guys are rogues. Let's use the grappling hook. Alright. I'm not even gonna make you roll. You throw it across. The magnet does nothing. That's what I thought. There's no metal there at all. Yep. But the claws on it do catch on the other side. All right. I guess this is how we're going to get going. Yeah, let's do this. What is your plan exactly? Lower down into the hole, then use the grappling hook to get out of the hole. Yep. Okay. That works. Both of you guys are tall enough that you can hang from the edge of the pit and pretty much not drop very far and just kind of land in the bottom. one of us catch the other one? Like, with, give the yeah. other one some help. And by one of us catch the other one, I mean Fia jumps down first and then helps Lav down. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you meant. Yeah, Fio, being a little over six feet tall with a decent arm span, can just hang and drop, like, a foot yeah. to the I bottom. I thought you said it was ten feet tall. Ten feet deep. Yeah, Fio is six feet tall plus a few extra feet for the length of his arm above his head. Oh, true. It would be only, like, a couple feet. Yeah, so, Fio, you drop in. It's not hard. Uh, Lav, you do the same thing, and Fio kind of catches you around the waist and helps you get down into the pit. Thanks. I seriously fucked up my hip there. Fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> do you mean, need to rest for a minute? No, let's, let's... We need to get through this. Fio, you okay. have healed another two points of bashing damage from the time you guys were in the puzzle room before this. Because it only takes 15 minutes to heal a lo- each level of bashing. And we were there yeah, for like we a were fucking in that pu- hour. <laughs> We were, we you were, were in there for about for half while. an hour. You oh were there for God. about half an hour. It was not quite that long in recording time and definitely would not be that long in edited time. But you guys didn't actually have a GM giving you hints. So you guys were there about half an hour. Yeah, we, we stayed. We made a little home. You guys made a fire. Kumiko took out the snack she brought. God. Okay, let's let's do this grappling hook thing. Do you want to go first on the grappling hook? Uh, sure. Lava climb up there first. I mean, I can, I can always catch you if you fall with the grappling hook, so. True. I will say with uh, Fio probably giving a boost uh, with his hands at the bottom and the grappling hook, oh, yeah. you're able to climb up out. Awesome. Fio, you are going to need to roll me strength plus athletics, which probably won't be a problem for you. Does heavy lifting help? Because I'm lifting my body. No, uh, fuck it. I'll give it to you. That is technically <laughs> what climbing a rope and doing pull-ups is. Five successes in that case. I'm giving to you because that's pretty much what doing 
pull-ups are, and it's my excuse why I'm bad at pull-ups, is because I have to pull up more God. weight. No, you're bad so at pull-ups because you have I'm no going to give it to you. I'm going to yeah. give it to you. I'm just seeing Fia working out his big arms right now, and she's yeah. just like, hubba, hubba. Pretty, pretty much. It is canon that Fio does pull-ups in his doorway at yep. the apartment. God, your boyfriend is lucky. Did Lav say that out loud? Can I get willpower back if she does? Uh, you oh, will for get lust? A, yeah, you will get a point of willpower back for lust. Then yes. Did I get my willpower back for loving because I gave Danny the knife? Fuck it, yeah. You get your willpower back for that because you're awesome. giving away one of your weapons for loving yeah. and caring about him. Uh, so you have all your willpower back, but that's <laughs> it for the rest of the mission. Lav, you get one willpower back, but you can theoretically get more back later. Mm-hmm. Theo, like, blushes. Lav then blushes because she realizes she said that out loud. Yeah, Theo uh, looks away. Door. I'm going to I'm going to interject, though. Mm-hmm. You guys both blush. It is not nearly as awkward as it was when you guys first met. No, we're friends That's now. True. Yeah, you guys at this point are close enough friends. You've worked together that Theo just knows this is the way Lav talks to most people she knows. It's still a little mm. awkward, but... You guys know each other well enough that you know this is honestly just the way Lav talks to most people. So it's a little mm-hmm. less, au- it's definitely less awkward than, you know, when Lav was saying similar stuff when you guys first met. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know each other more this time. We're friends. Uh, there's another about 10 feet left to the room. Let's go through it. You guys walk forward? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but Lav's going to be like tapping around with her foot. Okay, roll me wits plus investigation. Just Lav or me too? You didn't say Fio was doing that. You just said Fio walked forward. Yeah, he's just gonna walk forward. One success. I'll own it. I'll own it, yeah. Alright, you walk and you notice there's some dust in a line on the floor in front of you. Ah! She puts an arm out to stop him. She's gonna gonna poke at it. Does she catch him in time? She does. She's gonna poke at it with her foot. It's, It's dust. It's just dust. Yeah, it's like a white powdery dust. Is it dangerous? The dust itself is not. Is, is there anything cocaine? around it that's dangerous? Uh, roll me wits plus investigation. Can I roll wits plus investigation? Yes, you Four can Four successes. Oh, no, mine. You uh, don't no need, need to. Yeah, no uh, need, no need. This is, this is a sealed room. The dust must have come from somewhere. And you look up and you realize it's Ooh. probably the dust from the materials they're using to keep the tiles and other pl- stuff in place in this room. So it fell from the ceiling at some point, and it's in a perfect line along one of the edges on the ceiling. Uh, Lav is going to throw the grappling hook at the ceiling. Okay. You throw it up at the ceiling, and you hit the ceiling, and it crumbles, and sharp, thin wooden spikes fall down in front of you where you would have been. Meep. Lav is going to continue on now. Okay. You guys just go straight ahead? Nope, check for traps again. Okay. We're being careful. Yeah, roll me wits plus investigation. Is Fio being careful this time? No. Was that a no? <laughs> that was a no, yeah. Two successes. You notice no other traps. <laughs> okay, we're gonna open the door. And Fio also doesn't notice any other traps. Yeah, he's like, they can't have done three, that's overkill. You guys get to the door at the end and nothing happens. She's gonna open the okay. door. Okay, uh, be careful of the door. You grab it? And you open it, and nothing happens. Is there anything on the other side? There's another room. As you walk in, you see a light pop up. And you see at the other end of the room, there are two glass doors. Or, not glass per se, but clear doors leading to other rooms. And behind one of them, you see Robin. 
standing there in front of this large stone archway with symbols carved into it and a swirling portal. What's behind the other door? It leads to a long hallway that doesn't have anything in it right now. Hmm. Where's Robin? He's behind this clear door in front of the swirling portal. Uh, Lav is going to charge. Okay. As you charge, suddenly you feel something Uh wrap around the back of your hands. Well, grab your hands and quickly this animated rope ties your hands behind your back and feel the same thing happens to you. I I didn't do shit, he says as he... There's no chance we can dodge this. No, you do not see animated rope coming behind you. But as soon as it happens, Lav, you can start feeling around and trying to pull out your scissors to try and angle it or just start untying, trying to get your hands out of the knot. She's she's going to do that. Does ambidextrous help? Sure. You also get a plus one from experience. What am I rolling? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you are rolling dexterity plus <laughs> athletics. Ooh. Caleb got it. Caleb got it. Oh, I'm smart. Uh, yeah, this guy gets it. Oh, you also get a plus one from ambidextrous. Oh, okay. So then I roll. So that's two successes. So you start wiggling around and you start loosening it, but you know it's going to take a little while. And you see Robin on the other side of this door. He goes, well, I was really hoping you wouldn't make it through, but here you are. You beat me. Well, mostly. I mean, I will say I have no way stopping you at this point. You got those fancy knives. You somehow made it through my dungeon of traps. There's really no way of me stopping you if you attack me. I know I'll lose. But I do have one more trick up my sleeve. And he snaps his fingers, and you see suddenly a hidden door behind the other plastic door in the hallway opens, and you see a figure stumble out into that hallway. Uh Uh-oh. He looks different. His hair is wild and unkempt. His face is covered in dirt. There's dark red, almost black dried blood around his mouth. And he lacks that same smoothness and confidence he had last time. But even under all of that, Lav, you recognize Jack, the vampire who first attacked you. Now here is the thing. I really do know I'm beat. And if you come over here, you're probably going to kill me with those fancy knives, as I said. So I set up this one-way portal here. This portal is going to bring me to another plane with only maybe a handful of ways to get from that plane back here. It's a one-way portal, like the one you came in through the hedge. As soon as I go through, I can't open it on the other side. Someone on this side is going to need to open it. So here's your choice. You can chase me through to this other plane of existence, and honestly, probably catch me and kill me, and there's a good chance one of your many companions will open it back up to you. But... If you do that, the fellow in the room next to me, he's going to go back, be let out into the sewer system below Boston, and who knows what happens after that. Or, you can chase poor old Jack there, kill him, and leave me on my merry way. I go through the portal, and I don't have a portal back, and trust me, I would not want to come back and mess with the two people who almost beat me. So, in a little bit, both these doors are going to open, and you two are going to have to make your choice. Fios looks confused. Because Fios looks confused because he doesn't know who Jack is. Fio, you look over and what is Lav's face right now? So there's, there 
I don't actually, I don't think he would see it because it would have been really quick before like the moment she saw him. There'd be a flash of like complete and total horror. Mm -hmm. And then she's going to be doubly working. She will fucking break her own wrist if she has to, to get out of these things. Okay. Yeah. I think it can pick it up from context clues. Theo, I'm going to say you remember about Laugh telling you about her first experience with the supernatural, being attacked by mm. a vampire outside a club one night, and being rescued by a werewolf who you later found out was Garth. You're able to put two and two together that this is that vampire. So Lav, you are working at these knots, and they you feel them coming loose. You're getting rope burn, but you're not breaking anything, and they are clearly loosening. And as they loosen, Robin goes, I will make you make the choice. After a little poem of mine, <clears throat> if we shadows have offended, are you for fucking this, kidding me? That's from men. Shakespeare, you dick! And as Lav yells at, interrupting him, you rip your hands free of the rope and pull out your scissors. And Robin goes, "Oh shit, fuck!" Ah! Uh. And he hits a button and starts stepping through the portal as the two doors open, and Jack starts running down the hallway, and. That is where we are going to end this session. I hate you so much, Jacob. I hate you so much right now. I'm so mad right now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is our big cliffhanger for the season. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and please tune in next episode to see the choice that they make. That's all I really have right now. Thank you, everyone, for supporting us this far. Any final comments, you guys? Uh, thank you so much for listening, and I can't wait to see you in the, the season finale. Oh! <laughs>